We are rolling. We are rolling. It is another Cleveland Moto Podcast. We got a full house today. We are uh, officially celebrating the first real day that I can detect of. Oh yeah, that's get that out of the way now, Dustin. Sure, yeah. That's the sound of the douche flute. <laughs> the douche flute. There we go. That's what it sounds like. That's what all of our listeners like to email me about: is the sound of the the hookah in the background. Good. The uh, but. We, uh, we're celebrating our first official day of autumn by the looks of it outside. It actually feels wet and chilly and damp and clammy and me. Fuck it. I'm looking for three months of beautiful Indian summer. Uh, hottest summer on record. I'm expecting autumn to hold on till about Christmas. Yeah. We're, we are actually supposed to get the mildest winter See? on record. I'll take as that. Well. Was, you were saying that, that, but then I saw other things that said the exact opposite. I heard well, it's going to be horrible. I heard, really? I heard, I heard it's going to be super mild. I heard you'll find out whenever it happens. That's probably <laughs> the best answer, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I think you probably have it right. So go around the horn when I point to you say your name. I'm Dustin. Chris Smith. John Mack. Steve Offer. Valley Chrome. Cam Vanderhorst. Yay! And your humble writer, Phil Waters. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about in our podcast, we just had our Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, and unfortunately, a lot of the members of our crew, this crew, could not make it because they had the plague. Uh, we, <laughs> in Cleveland, were, were beset upon by a 48-hour flu of sorts, or 24-hour flu. Chris, what's it look like around the Urgicare? Uh, a lot of congestion yeah, and fevers. Yeah, yeah. We're Are there fema tents? We're, we're, we're having a great cold and flu season. Isn't know. that what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. Because I think so that this, that, that's profitable for you. Good <laughs> for business. I hate to Keep say Keep doling it. out those antibiotics or whatever it is you do. Well. You I mean, know. I don't know what you do for that. Well, if it's viral, you do shit, then people get pissed off at you and yeah. leave nasty Yelp reviews because they want an antibiotic for something that's not going to work. Antibiotics are not going to do a damn thing for it. Right. It's viral. But, but they they'll shit on me over yeah. in, uh, just on the heroin. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. A little heroin. Yeah, because we got plenty of that <laughs> going around. Yeah. Just give them a little... Uh, give them a shot of something. shot of something. Here you go. Just make you feel better. Yeah, yeah. DI water. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. I, I'm going to tell you, that was like, I think everybody here had the same symptoms. Uh, after the D- Distinguished Gentleman's Ride was over, I had a great time during the ride. And in the afternoon, I was, you know, been up for about 14 or 15 hours and got about two hours sleep the night before. So I figured it was just the weekend catching up with me. And I got home. And by the time I got home, put the bike away, I just got the chills. Oh, and then so did I. Yeah. And then you get that feeling like your brain's a size 4 and your skull's a size 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. I got the cold sweats. Cold sweats. And you bundle up like a fucking Nanook of the north. And then it just all goes downhill from there. Yeah. And yeah, for two days you feel bad. I still got the congestion up my nose. You guys can probably hear it. It's working its way down into my lungs and I'm coughing it out. But like that's what it was. A little virus thing hit. But it's just funny that it got every like it got the majority of people at this table everybody within work, a forty eight hour everybody period. I know, everybody yeah. ran into said That's amazing <laughs> that you can get that kind of coverage out of a virus. <laughs> no, Cam, I think you're cool. I think we made it. If you didn't <laughs> I don't think speaking with me back. You might way. be getting it on round two. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think we're all we yeah, just recovered from it. You can also stop making out with each other. You don't know this camera, but you're I mean, yeah, seriously, if we if we would stop making out, that'd be good. You don't know this camera, but your mom sent you over to play with us. Just she's hoping that you get chicken pox. Build up that Chicken pox party. So Chris, when this does, I mean, have you noticed it's tapering off, or is it still hammered up? I think it's still <sighs> it's still consistent. running. Yeah, yeah. not a People bubble. People still in coming eyes. in. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm happy to be out of the woods. I'm happy to not feel like it. Steve, you don't look like a hundred percent. No, I feel perfectly fine. You do? I just, okay. My voice is gone. Yeah. 
This is the first. This is the best my voice has been for two days. Wow! I can barely talk to. Yeah. And my wife was very happy. Good. She was thrilled. <laughs> she's all this Donald Trump stuff in the news and the debate and everything, but you can't say anything about it. And she's like, "Thank God. <laughs> this is this is the perfect timing ever." Yeah, it's been weird. So the uh, what we wanted to talk about was. We did have the distinguished gentleman's ride. A few of us were actually there, and uh, the disgusting gentleman ride. It it was the weirdest. Uh, it I was. Have, huge. I want to have the disgusting gentleman's ride. We could do that. Cross the punks. We could do it. In, well, we'll do it in May. I like your outfit too, by the way. You Thank were, you. you. You were very yeah. distinguished. I did represent. Bobby, uh... I wore a, a full <laughs> British a full British police uniform, complete with Bobby's helmet. I nice. saw that. The tall Bobby nice. helmet, and the, the bright, bright Chris Smith honorary police I jacket. Even, <laughs> I and I saw you ride in, and I saw you ride in on which one of the three Amigos? Sparky. Sparky. Yeah. And I should have re- I should have immediately recognized who it was. It's a fully loaded 1978 Vespa. I, there could have only been one, but you well, three. in, and I'm like, oh, who's this guy that I've never seen on a bike before? And it, t- it took, <laughs> until you rode up beside me, it was like, hey. I was like, oh. That's Phil, of course. <laughs> it was, uh, I couldn't, we met up in a bar, a bar that I don't normally go to, uh, so I'm not really familiar with the layout. We got there, I got there plenty early, but you know, when you try to get food and those things, oh, so you, were inside. you end up getting your food, and I was on the patio, you end up getting your food really late, and then the ride's trying to leave, so I just had cocktails. I just had Bloody Marys, because I figured, I got two hours of sleep since I'd last been drunk. So I <laughs> break on through the other side. Cruise on through, baby. And Bloody Marys are full of vitamins and nutrients. Everything you need. There's olives in there. And Tabasco. And Tabasco and all kinds of Worcestershire. And, and, at least and, and celery stalks. For the it was a good, it was a was good that Bloody Mary, too. you put a picture of it? had fucking piece of shrimp on it? Uh, no, no. Like a bean? Yeah. Someone, somebody did Somebody did that, yeah. But it was pretty good. It was a good Bloody Mary. But so then the crew said, you know, as, as they did... 12 o'clock, we're going to roll out, so everybody got out to their bikes. But I noticed everybody just had that same kind of like, well, it's Sunday, and we've dressed all up. And it was bright, beautiful sunshine. It couldn't have been a nicer day. Yeah, it was a nice day. And uh, everyone was just kind of moving real slow. I said, well, this just won't do. So I just proceeded to put on the wheelie show on the world's heaviest P200. Bone stock. (laughs) Bone stock and about 85 pounds of extra accessories. And it was extremely hard to get the front end in the air. But every, by God, I tried. Part. It certainly didn't look hard. I was like, oh, look at that. Look, look at, oh, look, you can see the undercarriage. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold it up there. We're going to clean some of stuff off. <laughs> we'll the clean bottom. the bottom. It'll be great. But it was fun because I did a bunch of wheelies and that got people fired up. Right. And then I did some smoky burnouts and stuff and it got people in the spirit of the ride. <laughs> and it did. And people were motivated then. And then I got, uh, then I got tapped by Jennifer and Brian, the ride leaders. Who are representatives for the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, and they asked if I'd be happy to help do some traffic control as I was wearing law officer's attire. <laughs> I should preface it at this point by saying I no longer am a law enforcement officer. <laughs> I am not protected by any credentials of a law enforcement officer. And although my hat and my jacket were authentic, Nothing else is. Uh, and I'm riding a bike that has a plate from another bike on it. Oops. Oops. That still is titled in the name of the people we got it from. So you're riding dirty. As dirty as there's ever been. And uh, the fact the there's... legal riders. It's absolutely. But I did. I was totally thrilled to, uh, to slide sideways into every single intersection, blow my Acme Thunderer police whistle... <laughs> <laughs> Wild abandon. 
I uh, I had I had all the moves down. I was the wave I was, was the, the wave, wave was, was great. awesome. You love the wave. The wave was great. <laughs> Jacqueline Kennedy would yep. have been. Im- uh, you just you you point at the shot. cars. You make eye contact. You smile. You give them a happy wave, and they give you a happy wave back. That means they're not going to kill you. Yeah. Or your friends, and then you start waving like mad for the guys in the bikes to keep fucking going. Don't stop. If you stop, people die. If you stop, all the people behind you who think we're blowing this intersection because the guy in the loud ass jacket, the hat, and the funny whistle. You got this, Phil. Right. So when somebody does stop suddenly, <laughs> shit happens. So they did. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, they did great. And how great they did was our entire first run. From the moment we left the restaurant one to the drinking establishment one, which was many miles, mm-hmm. we never put our feet down. No dab. No dab. You, you, your feet never went down. Through probably 15 or 20 stoplights, Intersection. we never put our feet down. Through and town, we blocked like way. a son of a bitch. Everybody blocked. Nice. And people were really helping out. And the crowd, the people, the drivers were super nice. Like You counted 142? Over 140 bikes. Yeah, over 140 bikes, which is much larger than we anticipated. Much, much larger turnout than we'd hoped for. And an amazing selection of bikes. I mean, Holy shit. From a VMAX on down to... 1936 Knucklehead. 36 Knucklehead. had Knuckle Custom. I am. Yeah. yeah. Lots of cool bikes. A lot of Harleys. Lots of really cool. Up. Lots of Harleys. Lots of old Harleys, too. Benelli yeah. 6. Yeah, Benelli 6 was there. Really yeah. regret not going, but I had to watch my parents' house at the last minute, and I didn't get a chance to dry clean my suit. <laughs> Which the DGR is the only time you can ever use that that the latter one as an excuse for not riding your bike. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that the shirt I was wearing, I couldn't find. I had saved like my jacket, my helmet. I had here. I was coming straight from Columbus, coming here to put my clothes on. Could not find a collared black long sleeve <laughs> shirt in this building. So back by the back door, how it hasn't gone to the trash yet, and it's been moved through two different stores. Is my USS Nitro Navy issue child size dress shirt that's made of like that polyester material, uniform material, and it smells like a sewer. (laughs) (laughs) It has never been washed in the history of me owning it, It well over 10 years. Surely. Yeah, bought to be a costume, bought to be a costume shirt, but turned out to be about three sizes too small for me. So I put that son of a bitch on. And by the time we got to the third stop, the third drinking stop, I my bouquet had come out. <laughs> it had started to mix with the shirt. And I looked over my shoulder a couple of times like, what nasty fucking motherfucker doesn't care to wash his ass is standing behind me? And I realized it was all coming from inside of my wet weather gear, you know, my, my waterproof jacket. So it had been basting in there. It was like a greenhouse of bad. It smelled terrible. It was so you don't need to worry about your dry clean jacket. Yeah, man, that was <laughs> you're cool. You're I, I had a, fr- a friend said, in Chicago oh, told me about first skin two years ago. Yeah. Like if I ever get a bike, I'm doing that. So I had like I had my tie picked out, my tie <sighs> clip picked out, cufflinks, had my shirt ironed, but I just didn't get a chance to to dry clean my suit. I'm like, well, shit. <clears throat> well, I actually had a tuxedo from uh, my days of when I used to play in a wedding band. <laughs> nice. And, uh, so that's that's generally what I wear for the uh, DGR. Uh, I really want to. Pretty sure my jacket has been through, uh, at least three DGRs, and it's never been. It's never been washed. Yeah. And a couple oh, my weddings. my my tux has never been washed. Well, this year the DGR DGR had a beautiful bouquet. This year, so many two strokes. It uh, smelled. Oh my god! The back of the <clears> DGR ride smelled delicious. It was like the correct blend of clots 
and ipone and like all these different exotic two-stroke flavorings. Ooh, it's nice. I'm almost uh, I'm almost ready to own a two-stroke motorcycle again. Really? Whoa, that's a that's a that's a I won't serious. go into this. I know a guy with yeah. one for sale cheap. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, yeah, it's 50 cc. No. Yeah. I will not own a 50 cc. It's a Pirago. Oh, yeah. by the way, we raped the shit out of your motorcycle while I was at our shop. I did no such thing. <laughs> I did no well, such thing. Well, you didn't. I didn't. Well, no. no. I didn't want to get close to it. It was giving me trouble when uh, after we washed it, because I think it, it got wet. <laughs> so We, we had like tassels on it for a while. Oh, yeah, there were, there were tassels on it. <laughs> we were going to give it to you with tassels on it. That would have been awesome. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, terrible. But what I want to talk about is... Road Rage, because we have this distinguished gentleman's ride, and despite having 140-plus people riding around and not stopping for any light or any traffic control device or whatever... Because that won't piss anyone off. Well, but we had guards, right? We had people on scooters, no less, that went to the intersections. And you know what? There's a lot to be said for... Look at road sergeants on scooters. Yeah. Hey, well, one, uh, I, my example is I've never been shot at by anyone who was laughing at me. <laughs> never. Hard to hold a sight picture when you're giggling. And they're really... I, You've certainly never been hit, at least. Exactly. Right. Ah, dance, cowboy, dance. Uh, but I can tell you that we post up road guards. The two guys, you know, the guys go out in the intersection. They smile. They wave. They're dressed nice. It's a distinguished gentleman's ride. And you don't piss anybody off. It's a parade. We'll be out of your hair shortly. That's it. There's a lot to be said for that. Letting people know what you're doing. Letting them know your intent. Here, this is what happened. This is what happened. If you can make eye contact with somebody, get them to smile at you, even better. Right? That's cool. Hofford, you got hit in a group ride scenario. Right. It was after uh, Mods versus Rockers a few years ago, and yeah, and I decided to take off, yep. being responsible. Didn't want to ride your what was it? Nineteen fifty fifty nine R fifty white, gorgeous, beautiful motorcycle. But, but uh, I mean, in retrospect, it was kind of my fault, and. I mean, I was in a I group mean, of twenty guys. I've known you, and that's kind that. of hard to believe because yeah. you're very a very good rider and you're very conscientious. Well, the problem was I was the last one in line. Okay. And my that bike had a really weak electrical system, six volt. Yeah. No battery. I was running caps yep. instead of uh, battery, and so we were riding down along Lorraine, and I reached forward. I took my just a, a minute or like a second of. In attention, mm-hmm. I reached forward to see if my light was on. Oh, with your put your hand in front of the put light. My hand in front of the light to see if it was on because it was always pretty. It wasn't dim, but it was dim. It's you six know, you can't You can't see yeah. it from from your riding position. So when I reached forward, I slowed down. Yeah. I left the ga- the rest of the two other twenty guys in front of me left a gap of maybe five feet, and that's when the guy decided to go in between the gap, oh. and that's when he t-boned me. Oh. Mm. So that was, I mean, I, I kind of feel like it was my own fault. It, you feel like really, if you would have stayed tight with that group of 20 people, he, would, never he, would, ne- he would have never shot for that gap. Right. Do you but think because, maybe he didn't notice it because your light wasn't very bright? Maybe because his hand yeah, was in front of that light. Maybe he saw you going like this and thought maybe that was the international sign for I'm on a motorcycle and I'm bright. Maybe that gave him a and he was going to stop. There's no sidebar for lights. Right. There's, a, there's actually even no turn signals. I mean, your visibility challenge, so. first of all. 
It was this know. after dark? It was after yeah, dark. It was dark, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can't dark. tell the headlights. <laughs> no, no, it's, no. It's no a way. No, because it's, it's, it's this far out in front of you. Yeah. The visuals uh, on and they're street lights, so it's not you know it's not pitch black. And yeah. you, I can totally understand why you've done yeah, it because I've done it too. This big, and right. it just is a it's the other a thing though is if, if, so. if there was a very small gap like that, that person was. I mean, they they had to have been pretty impatient or in a hurry. And we came across three lanes of traffic, and like I said, I think I said in an earlier podcast that the Earl's Fork saved me, yeah, because it's such a massive piece yeah, of metal, yeah, that uh, it flipped me over and I did get a concussion. Ow. But uh, but that was another night that because of the show, right? I decided that I always wear my helmet. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. But uh, that was the night I did not wear my helmet because I didn't want to. I didn't have it. There's no place to put a helmet on that bike, so I didn't want to carry it around. Right. So I decided I'm not going to wear a helmet that night. And of course, what's the worst the, that could happen? The night, yeah. the day you don't wear your gear. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get hit. You yeah. Know, and it's. My daughter chastised me, and I went through every bag of vegetables to, you know, to, to, to kill the pain. <laughs> to kill the pain, yeah. Every frozen food in your But I was freezer. lucky, and, and, you know, I I mean, that taught me a lesson that I pretty much wear my gear most yeah, you of the do. time now. So. Yeah, you uh, do. Although I did come here in shorts tonight. <laughs> always, always with the tour master you, shorts. You always come in shorts. <laughs> Were there any legal ramifications? Were the police on scene? Was there, did your insurance company, did you, you know? The what? police were on scene. They cited him. Mm-hmm. They, the, they forced me into an ambulance. They were going to take me to, and I refused uh, medical care. And they were, I said, you guys are sick. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I said, you guys work for the city of Cleveland. I'd yeah. rather do surgery on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. And so I got out of there. They took the two people. That guy's, that kid's mm-hmm. car was undrivable. They were going to take he totaled, charity. Yeah, his car was yeah. totaled. The BMW. 1959 BMW R50 totaled the guy's car. Yeah. <laughs> and then my bike was totaled, but yeah, I rode it Your bike home. was totaled. But I rode it home. Yeah, yeah your bike and was I rode, But the handlebars were at like <laughs> 45 total. For the record, Steve's bike was totaled, and for the record, he did still drive it home. <laughs> Yet the car was not drivable. Go yeah. Because it. Steve is a man. Because it's a BMW <laughs> 1959 R50. Because the cop told me you're not allowed to park your right. car, your bike here. You couldn't leave the bike there. And it was upside down running. It, was, <laughs> it flipped. It was totally flipped over, and it was running on the on its seat and the handlebars like this. Did you hurry up and loop the chain? (laughs) (laughs) Shaft drive! Oh! Oh, you should have a V8. Man, I tell you, there's a biker bar right across the street from there, and it's it's actually right around here. I mean, it's... Yeah, no, it happens right right over there. there. Yeah, that's where the crash happens, uh, right down the street. But I tell you, those people from that bar, I mean... Every I swear that whole bar emptied out. Yeah. They all ran over to me. They helped me up. They got, brought me ice. They brought me food. They brought me beers. Here, <laughs> yeah. drink these six fucking bikers. beers before the cops show up. <laughs> the biker community. Packed you bowl. What a man! His old lady service show. I mean, yep. yeah. shit. When you're when you're hurting, I don't care what you ride. No, don't be sober while the cops get here. Every biker sympathizes with you. That's right. When you're hurt. When you're hurt, you know what? You get a lot of sympathy. It's the same way I am. I mean, uh, we, my pee pee hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Can somebody rub it. Let me blow on it for you. The, uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Have you ever been in a road rage situation, John? Mm, uh, the real knock on wood. The really the only motorcycle I ever had wasn't really a road rage situation. Yeah. 
I should have been raging. I probably, I don't know why. I just don't get angry real easy. Yeah. But I was uh, riding down the road. There was a van, like a utility van in front of me. Uh, all of a sudden, the guy just punches the brakes and stops, like right down by Mark's Plaza in Lakewood. No, no intersection, no nothing, just right in the middle of the road. Great check on you. And what was as hard riding? as he got, a CB750. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. And I jammed on. I yeah, locked up both wheels. And yeah, they don't. But I, I managed. I stopped about two feet from his bumper. And I didn't even have a, a chance to, ugh. Right. And next thing you know, reverse lights come on. <gasps> he starts backing up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, I, yeah. I couldn't quickly enough even he try to find He didn't know you were there. The back window. There were windows. But yeah. I was yelling, yelling to the point where he started backing up and pushed me back ten. Hit me, boom! Pushed me back ten feet. I was pounding on the back. Holy of the shit! Oh my god! And then he stopped. Yeah. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What the hell just fucking happened? So he's Why backing did, up in the middle. What did of the I street? do to right. you? Like, right. I'm thinking, what does this guy? Is he gonna jump out now and kill me? So then I'm like trying to get off my bike. I'm getting ready for some fucking crazy motherfucker yeah. to get me. And he comes out and he's like, "Oh my god! I never even saw you." I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. My friend, the girl over here, I saw her walking down the sidewalk. We stopped. We were backing up to go pick her up. I'm like, whoa. Oh, tell me a fucking break, dude. Look before whoa. you fucking leap, you know? And He looked you, at his wing mirrors. You weren't in either of them. And then, <laughs> So then we're sitting there. He's like, oh, uh, you okay? Man, uh, man, I'm sorry about your bike. Looks like it's just a fender. Here, you here, and then he opens up the back doors of this utility van. The back windows that were there had extension cords well, yeah, and all this thing. You couldn't even see out of them or anything. And, you know, and, of course, then he's like, well, whatever it costs to fix up your bike, man, right. just let me know. I'll write you a check. I'm like, can I see your driver's license and insurance? Yeah, I, right. you know, yeah I appreciate all that, but I'm going to turn it into my insurance company. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, no, I did do this. I'm like, do you have $1,000 cash right now? Right now. Right. And he's like, oh, man, no, I don't have, I right. could get you a check or something. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't have $1,000 <laughs> cash right now. We are going to the insurance company. Yeah. Yeah. I assure you. The police were there. They cited him. I was like, yeah, I'm good. My bike was tweaked. I f- did file an insurance claim, though, and yeah. I got good money. I think I got $1,000 out of the insurance yeah. claim. Well, so you like, called it right. Nice. Yeah, you called it right. When I basically just put a new fender on the bike and yeah. I tweaked the front end. Well, okay, but it's a motorcycle. He deserved <laughs> it. I thought, he, I thought you pulled out your Smith and the clip fell on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I carry a Derringer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But that that was wasn't road rage, and, and but I was I mean I did swear a little bit. I was like, "What the fuck were you doing?" Yeah. But there are probably other people that would have maybe tried to attack that man. Oh, of I course. Did, I did once I realized how stupid he was and what he was right. doing, that it wasn't really trying to attack me, that it was just then, that, that I was cool about it. I just, you know, I just conducted my business, and I was just looking to get, you know, police did arrive on scene. I think they cited him. Yeah. I was just looking to conduct my business and get, and get out of there. Get, statistically. Get on with my life. Statistically, 80% of all crashes yeah. are caused by pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Wow. I Johnny Chrome? Any road rage in your back in your history? Oh, you gotta have some. Yeah, well, a couple, only a couple. What's the sta- what's the statute of limitations? I think I've told motorcycle. It has to be I motorcycle related. Story, as long as you told, have you told on the podcast? Yeah, I think I told the story of the podcast about uh, getting getting tapped in the back with a dresser. Uh, huh? I got one I haven't told. I don't okay, think. go ahead, man. Break it up. I used to live over in Detroit. I'm riding on West 85th Street yeah. over the bridge yep. by Detroit. And I got an XLCH 
fucking Bronson special. Here yeah. comes Brian along, came Bronson or whatever the hell. Absolutely. You know, old XLCH, I'm riding along, and a carload of kids going the other way, and I get hit in the chest with an apple core. It's a drive-by fruiting. And I, e- <laughs> I immediately dirt biked this fucking spur. <laughs> spun it on the front <clears throat> and took off after him. Wow. And I caught him yeah. by West Boulevard and Lorraine. Yeah. And by that time, there was a cop after us. Oh, oh. So oh, so at that point, it looked like a race to the police well, officer. <clears throat> we were far enough ahead of the cop where... I was off the bike with a length, a small length of chain in my hand. Oh, really? When they pulled up, and okay. like they grabbed me and set me down. Yeah, and, you know, hands behind the back and yeah. the whole nine yards. And, wow! And uh, luckily, the the driver yeah. was. I don't remember if he was over twenty one or not. He was over eighteen. Yeah, we had warrants out for him. Oh, the passenger wow. that had fucking stood up in the sunroof and threw the and apple threw the core apple was a minor yeah. who also had warrants. Oh. Well, these were overachiever. Yeah, these are clearly oh, like three, like, like three chulos in a car, man. Right. Like, okay. three, like three little kids <clears throat> running in a car. Good, good yeah. boys on their way to yeah. church. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Getting their life back together. Well, that's quite something. So they probably didn't arrest you. They did not. They took when my, they heard they, your story. They took my information down, and he. They probably relieved you of your he, chain. He, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he kept a, he kept the length of chain, kept and the I wasn't extra carrying anything else that night, luckily. But. I, I never even got called for, because they said, you know, if there's if there's need for you, you know, as it stands, two of these three people have oh, cases already. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And we yeah. can get this driver for yeah. uh, uh, reckless operation and this and that. But they weren't and, about to arrest you for menacing. No, no, they were cool. Or road rage. And it was Cleveland, right. too. They were pretty yeah. cool about it. I yeah. mean, That's it. Uh, I would say, uh, I'm Berea, Bere- no, no. The doesn't matter if podcast people don't care. Good yeah. for you. You caught some guys. I was in the parkway. Yeah. My, uh, I did, yeah. Johnny. Uh, BV 500. Yeah. Somebody came, uh, was making a right turn on Bagley. Yeah. Threw a can of Coke and hit me right. <sighs> threw a can of Coke out their window, just like that, and nailed me. What are they, fucking World War One bomber pilots? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hanging that shit out of the Sopwith Camel? Yeah. Wow. Sopwith Camel. I've had that a couple of times when I've had weird pinks. Yeah. Like, you just. Like, Think, like I didn't see a rock fine. Yeah. I didn't see anything, but yeah. it's almost like were there some fucking kids up in their bedroom window? Like I like was I when I was done, a kid. Yeah. You shooting with a BB? Deadly the accuracy if they did. Wow. No, I, I feel that from the Japanese um, Beatles. I think the smartest thing that ever happened, uh, the smartest thing that you ever suggested to me when I started riding, is you uh, you sold me a helmet, which is important. But you sold Very me a helmet with a visor that doesn't flip up. Doesn't flip up. Which means I can't yell at people. <laughs> Which means that I keep my cool when I'm riding, even when stupid shit happens, because I know that there's nothing I can do about as it. As loud as you yell, Stifle it. you're yeah. only yelling at yourself. Although, one time somebody did hear me. Uh, well, it's assault because we don't want to hear you talk. Uh, ah, that's it. That, makes, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was riding home from work. This is actually a couple weeks ago. I was riding home from work, and this girl was just kind of weaving around in the lane next to me, and then it went down to one, and I just let her go ahead. And yeah. it widened back out to two because she got into the well, turning that's lane. That's what girls usually do I've around I've seen a lot of that. And I get, thank you. You see, you got both ends of it. I appreciate it. So I get in the lane next to her, and it is this utter ham planet of a woman. Yeah. Putting a, a ham planet 
She's a great uh, big woman. She's the oh. size of a planet. Has her own gravity. Oh, okay. She's she's fat. She has little women circling <laughs> around her. Miss Universe of uh, Ham Planet. I like that. Yeah, so this Ham Planet of a woman is got I've a never little heard that. fucking great. makeup brush, and she's putting makeup shit on her. Small galaxies are being sucked into her. Yeah, core. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I look over at her, and she looks over at me, and she's still hitting her face with the brush, and she's got her windows down because the weather was still nice, and I just fucking scream. It's not helping. As dense as ours. It's not helping. <laughs> Besides that, uh, I did go around a like a big semi dump truck yeah. on my way to work because uh, that I was the woman, him, right? I passed that him was on the a woman. <laughs> no, yeah. I passed him on. No, she was the dump truck inside of a smaller. <laughs> she was the, she was the semi weird, dump truck. Yeah. Yikes! And uh, it's a rough crowd. It here. was like it was trying to like trying to get the pop up tent back into the bag. Anyways, uh, I go around them on a double yellow because shit is falling out of the back of their yeah. truck. And it was like it was on like a city street, so it's like no matter how far, unless I waited for five or ten minutes. My God, I, I will have to describe this to podcast listeners. Johnny Crowman brought on a serving tray. He is now the server with Miri. Oh, too late. Oh yeah, he's gonna try to stage that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is like this is a little, the, the Playboy from the fifties. Yeah. Someone get a someone get a shot of our beer winch. Yeah, yeah. So we need a little uh, cotton tail on right now. That's right. Bunny so tail. so I go around him on a double yellow, and he ends up behind me at the stoplight, and he's like Two apparently really yeah. pissed off. Yeah, I hear him honking and because stuff. you passed him. Yeah, because I passed him, and he's got his cell phone out taking <clears> pictures. So I fish into the pocket of my jacket. Yeah, and. Um, I grab my phone and he thought and I put you were the kickstand on the bike down. Yeah, and I just get off the bike and turn around and take pictures <laughs> of him and start waving because it's a light that I know right. and I know it's, it's going to be, be a long be a while. Time. He was just king hell pissed off. <laughs> it was just, but besides that, like any situation like where people have cut me off, I've done the, nice. the hang up your phone motion on a couple people that have pulled out in front of me and stuff, but. <sighs> Thankfully, I, I try to keep my cool because uh, my girlfriend has, has told me on many occasions she knows that I can, I can win in road rage scenarios in any of my cars because the people that instigate road rage with me are usually big trucks. <laughs> so okay. it's like I can stop faster and I'm nimbler <laughs> than them most of the time. But in a motorcycle, she's yeah. like... You'll always lose. She's like, I don't want to have to tell somebody the story that my boyfriend died because he was a dumb motherfucker. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. That's true. She didn't say it in as many words, but I knew what she was getting at. That's so pretty I, much what, what my wife says to me. My general rule is this, is that I have no communication with other drivers at all when I'm driving my car or my motorcycle. Chris, have I you had any? talk. Had any road ragies? Nope. At all. Nope. Dustin, you had any road ragers? Nope. Um, I, oh. I drive a motor. No. I just, what if you were cut I just off fucking by past everybody. Uh, <laughs> there is something about putting people when, when in the, the rearview mirror that really just is like, if they're back there, they're not hitting me yeah. here. The know? reason we're having this conversation when, is I when have people very... want to do stupid shit in front of me, I just go by it. Well, the reason we're having this conversation oh. today is because I had a very, very bad experience. Oh. A very bad experience. And the motorcycle I was riding is right behind all of us right there. It's one of my least favorite motorcycles oh, in the world. It's a it's Honda giant 1100 Shadow Spirit. That's the official. I don't see any road rash. Nope, it's not that, crashed. That, at least it's kind of the, the brake pedal might be bad, but that must have been from something else. That's like that's the, the official that's the motorcycle. That's the 5'7 Camaro of the motorcycle oh. world. <laughs> I was going to say it's the official <laughs> motorcycle your girlfriend's dad rides. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Well, what happened to me was I do have a problem. As I, as you guys do know, I do ride every day, as many days as I can ride. I ride. <laughs> And I ride from Mentor, usually to here, and then from here over to, or from Avon Lake to here to Mentor. So I do about 100, 
to 110 miles per day on a motorcycle. And a lot of it I do on I-90. And a lot of it I do on the left lane of I-90 with Going traffic fast. across the city of Cleveland. And I do tend to drive on attack, and we all know why. And that's my method. I think it's worse on the east side. It doesn't matter. The story starts on the east side. No, it's better on the east side. They're faster. Well. Continue. Thank you. Excuse me. So what happened is I came upon a left lane hog that was traveling at about 62 miles an hour. So bad that people were having to go around him on the right. I'm in the lane because I'm not going to be getting off anywhere. I don't like being in the left lane. I don't like passing people on the right because sometimes in the middle of my passing them, they realize, oh, my God, I'm in the left lane. This text message is now officially over. I've updated my Facebook, and now I'll regain the flow of traffic to the uh, series now already in progress. And I finished brushing the makeup off. Whatever. That's my, yeah. my dad used to <laughs> right. Must have got done powdering her puss. Yeah. So <laughs> the left lane really has, and I do, I, I'm going to start, I guess I'm going to have to start wearing a helmet cam because of what happened. And uh, I'm going to have to start pulling alongside of people at 62 miles an hour and aiming the camera at them on my helmet to show what these people are doing. Because what they're doing is not driving. Correct. Okay? They're not fucking driving. And this person was not fucking driving. This person was operating a Mercedes CSC 500, which is a very expensive, swoopy, big fucking Merc. Looks like a dead fish. It looks like a big floppy fish, right? It's a very curvy. The bad guys all drive them in British movies and whatnot. And it had the biggest fucking wheels you could put in the wheel arches, made of chromium with little rubber bands of rubber going around. Okay? And it was... It was... It was alabaster fish belly white, and it had chrome windows. Not tinted. Chrome. Wow. You could not see anything through them. I could not see the silhouette of a human being through them. I could see nothing. They were the most tinted chrome windows you could have. Illegal. Oh, clearly. Right. So after doing what I do, which is normally when I'm making my approach from about 20 car lengths back, I give two flashes the high beams. Then I'm still making my approach because I'm going 80 miles an hour or so. Plus or minus 20. And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> then I give a couple more flashes as I arrive. <clears throat> they don't pull over. Then I'm behind them and I stay about three or four car lengths back. I give three or more flashes. I usually don't like to go right and pass them. Especially because there's always somebody from two lanes over that's deciding to pass them at the same time. And now we have two objects trying to share the same space at the same time and that same, same space is the middle lane. And it's always me in a fucking Buick. And I'm going to lose this one. <laughs> and that does not work out in right. physics. So after waiting behind this fella for a really, really, really long time and beeping, and I gave several beeps. Now I will remind you at this point that I am driving a Honda Shadow VT 1100. So you're I pull... Lo- you're looking pretty bad. I'm looking pretty Camaro. At this point. <laughs> and if by Camaro, I mean, yeah, everybody has one and they're not special. So I pulled alongside of the fella and he rolled his passenger window down and flipped me off. <laughs> so I rolled my driver's side window down and flipped him off. You didn't have a driver's I side pretended. window. So, <laughs> but I flipped him off. Was it manual or I power? It was manual. Uh, his was power, mine was manual. So I flipped him off and then I accelerated as one does. Back up to my normal 80 miles an hour, plus or minus 20. And got back in the left lane. So I figured my problems were all behind me now. But he woke up. No, No, they they were were behind me. They were behind me now. And I had one fucking problem. 
I had one problem. And that problem was about seven inches off my back tire. And he was about seven inches off my back tire all the way up to about 112 miles an hour. Damn. Or as fast as that bike will go. That's why people carry those ball bearings. Yep. Just start throwing ball bearings. I might start carrying claymores. Spark. Uh, So (laughs) that... Were you blinded by the gold tooth? I... Honestly, and I'm going to tell you at How this point. How do you spell that? Hey, at this point, I don't know. But at this point, all I'm thinking yeah. is defend my life at this point. Because this car behind me can kill me. Oh, yeah. All right? So I said, well, this is bad. I waited till the next car I passed. Because we were getting onto the shoreway part of the freeway now, heading westbound. And I, I got past a slower-moving car, and I immediately ju- juked to the right. And I juked to the right. I hit the brakes. So I matched the speed of the car, and he then pulled in front of me and hit his brakes. Power dove on the brakes. So now this guy's obviously extremely hostile. He's not playing fair. It's not just a game. So I slowed down to about 35 miles an hour with him in front of me. And I saw a lake train bus coming up in my right-hand rear mirror. So I went and I immediately went over and blended in with the lake train bus and got directly behind the lake train bus. Directly behind the lake train bus. He did too. And then he tried to pull up next to me and squeeze me out onto the berm. And I was in the berm where the rumble strips are, where the drum, 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 drums are. Oh. Yeah. This all happened. This is real. Now now this is a... Now I want the police to be I am involved. being pushed off the road. So I grabbed a handful of both brakes and he did too. So now we are both stopped on the side of the freeway. So when his car door opened, I and I saw his left foot... out of him. Sure you would have. With your pistol. <laughs> against his pistol. Why, you had a pistol? I don't know, but I'm not going to fucking find out. I like right, telling exactly, stories. Yeah. From places other than the fucking hospital. Or the morgue. Because, honestly, if the guy's driving that car and acting that way, do I believe at this point that he's going to be really careful about the gun laws? No. no. So I'm not going to hang around to find out about the pistol. I saw his left foot hit the ground, and I took off. And that gave me enough of a head start. Did you see him? I saw his left foot. Which one of the Cleveland Browns was he? I don't know. But I saw his left foot. I couldn't see anything else because he's got mirrored windows. All right? But I can tell you now, a second point where the VT-1100 is not nearly fast enough. It teaches you never to ride one of those things. Okay? That bike is not nearly fast enough. Because he was on my ass again in about three or four seconds. He had time to get his foot back in, get the door closed, and he was on me like nothing. Because, I don't know, Cameron, I guess a CSC 500 is kind of a fast car. I mean, it's faster than that. Yeah. Okay. It's faster <laughs> than that motorcycle. Kind of it's the, right. it's <clears throat> the aerodynamics of the chrome windshield. Or the chrome windows. So, at the very last second, how this story ends is at the very last second, I dove onto Dead Man's Curve. He dove onto Dead Man's Curve behind me. I got one car between us. Faked like I was going to go left on maximum acceleration. He went left to cut me off, and I went right up Chester off-ramp. Fuck, I love doing that. Okay. So he was beyond (laughs) He was off. He was beyond the off-ramp at that point. But anybody who knows the distance involved knows that that's about seven or eight miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of me being freaked the fuck out and playing this game. And that's road rage. That's 100% road rage. I didn't have road rage. I was doing what I normally do, which is try to... Try to tell people or remind people what the left lane is for. I flash lights. 
There's a lot of people that don't see flashing the la- the flashing your brights no. as like a polite thing, which right. it absolutely is. No, they look at it as a sign of aggression. I had somebody follow me from about where uh, 271 turns into Route 8, so I guess for about 25 miles, follow me to Akron. Uh-huh. When I was one of the first times I was driving back from my parents' house to Akron, moving shit right. from my house, and I just politely flashed them in the left lane. I was in a car, obviously. And passed them on the right, and they stayed and stayed behind me, and had their brights on me, and I absolutely refused to to play into it. If it's Europe, if it's the autobahn, that's the perfectly yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like if I'm flashing my brights at somebody, I'm not doing it. Don't really know how to drive. You should also be aware of what's Mm -hmm. happening, and and the left lane is for overtaking only. Yeah, I mean, and I'll say I ride in the left lane in the right part of the left lane when I go to work in the morning because I'm afraid of deer. Yeah. So if if I see somebody coming up behind me, I'll move into the right lane. They, I let As them pass, and then I move yeah. back into the left lane. Right. Because, to me, that's the safest position yeah. to be in. But you're also aware of what's going on behind you. I right, but you have to be aware. That's right. the whole point. You yeah. have to be aware of what's happening. I love when somebody comes up on me in the left lane, because that means I'm driving about 70 to 75. Right. They've come up on me. I throw it over to the right. Oh, yeah. Let them go by and then come back up on them right. a few car lengths back. Yeah, I'll stay 10 car lengths back and let okay, them get the ticket. you're the pace car. Yep, Let's go. Exactly. Who you, else wants to join this? You have just established how fast I'm going to work this morning. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way with any four-wheeled vehicle. In the four-wheeled vehicle world, I do not drive fast. I'll give you a safe distance. Yeah. If there's a cop, you're going to hit. I know he's going to tap his brakes. So we're good. Early warning uh, he's the early warning system. He's better no, than any radar detector. If, if we're on the turnpike for an extended period yeah. of time, I'll play. Okay, okay. You've you've taken the risk for a little yeah. while. Oh, yeah. I'll come up. You can follow yeah. me for a while. I'll hang on. Yeah. You, know, I'll take you now have what truckers call a front door. Front door? Front door, back door. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. I mean, of, of all, all the cops I knew, they said never be the fastest guy on the road, right. but never be the slowest guy yeah. on the road. That makes perfect sense. You know, so this, the, this kind of stand the end of the group of the cop turns his light off, don't stop. There's Oh, yeah. There's, a, <laughs> there's an to end stop. to this story. At the end of this story, with this particular white car. Is this Harley Manual? No, it's the future. <laughs> because <laughs> it's the future. Because in this engagement, when this whole thing happened, for the rest of this man, for the rest of his time that he chooses to be upset by this, he's going to be focusing his upsetness on a guy in a brown jacket Riding a yellow or a black Shadow Eleven Hundred doesn't matter. Hey, hold on, hold on. Just We're getting pretty deep into this. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Think about this. Do, do you want to rethink that nope. statement? Nope. Nope. He's going to be focusing his upsetness. Focusing right. his upsetness. What I'm going to be doing though is drinking more whiskey. No. He's driving a white CSC Five Hundred with a vanity license plate that says STRGSS. Ah, doesn't matter. No, it's, it, it probably means something else. It's not a Harley thing, but it's an extremely distinctive what is car. It again? No, it's no S T E R G S or G E S. Anyway, it's Sturgis, but it's not spelled like the city Sturgis. But interestingly enough, so if there's a law enforcement official who listens to the podcast and wants to do a plate search on S T E R G S, and it comes back to some white Mercedes. That's what that is, but not even. I'm not even. Nah, it won't. It'll come back to a 2010 Merc or something. But anyway, but here's the point. I'm not even hoping that anybody in the world of podcast looks it up. I'm not. For the rest of my time, I will be being very aware of white 
Mercedes that might have chrome windshields, might have giant chrome whims. His vehicle is extremely distinctive. Extremely. And he's pissed me off. A lot. There's a chance, the chance is better than most, that such a very distinctive vehicle will be seen again by me. And I won't sure. be riding the same vehicle I was that night. Yeah. Maybe you know, the rake fan? And sooner or later, yeah, sooner or later, guys, he's got to park that thing. <laughs> and I'm incredibly patient. Yeah, I was thinking when and I think that when that he parks that vehicle, and he parks that vehicle, I'm good with when he comes back to it. Looks like that. There will be, be much, much less of it. Well, on a completely unrelated <laughs> note, Michael Fresh's garage. <laughs> on a completely unrelated note, I did just add the little valve core yeah. um, screwdrivers yeah. uh, to the parts catalog at work. So if you need to hook up on one of those, no, I don't need one of those. Okay, because I carry one in every car, just in case I need to fix my tires. I'm pretty sure that this little device right here. Is it called a Gerbil? Gerber? Gerbil? Gerbils? 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 Joseph Goebbels? It's a Goebbels? Sherman Gerbers? It's the whiskey talking. But I'm pretty sure that this, I'm pretty sure that that right there, could, Phil's been drinking. that could do about $3,000 worth of damage to a Mercedes in about 90 seconds. Aim high. That's my parents. Aim high. I wonder what the Rommel tool looks like. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all I know is that. It's prepared for African desert duty. <laughs> what are you? Uh, you gotta protect yourself from who? The Germans? The Germans? The Germans? I'll take one too. Ah, but yeah, that's the road rage, and that's a freaking awful story. It's a terrible too. story, and it uh-huh. pissed me off. And I was pissed off, like I was pissed off when I came home, and I was pissed off ever. I was pissed off, and I was also how pissed long ago? How long ago? Last week. Last week? Yeah, last week. Well, you know oh, how paranoid right. I am. Ooh. Yeah, Thursday. If anybody is behind me, yeah. regardless, with me. I never go on. <laughs> yeah. I go beyond my street. Yeah. Go different oh, yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like that. I've had people follow yeah. me into other people's garage or driveways because I realize I'm being followed. I always go to Steve's if, 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 if I If That's I think right. somebody's I'm following me, I, I will yeah. not go to my house. I'll pull into a circle drive. I found a circle driveway in a street I don't live in. And have these people pull up behind me, and all they want to tell me is, like, that's a really cool motorcycle. I, my, my dad had one just like it. Meanwhile, I'm like, for the past six blocks, I've been thinking worst-case scenario. Like six different <laughs> yeah. ways to kill this person. Yeah. If yeah. I have to. Right. Yeah. yeah like the exactly. clowns that are in every city now. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We will not tolerate clowns in our city. <laughs> Build the Completely wall. irrational fear, but I love it. It Which makes me want to put Trump. on a clown mask and hang out with four or five of my buddies with clown masks on and just go stand places. What are you doing? Just standing out. What's coming it? out? What do you think? Oh, They're doing it for. Oh, it's for the listen. You will get oh. shot. So you will get shot. Just yeah, stand that's, around that's and be like clown flash mob. Oh, the Stephen King movie. Yeah. It? No, the one, there's some movie coming out with Clown. With like oh, so you think this clown. is... Steve, yeah, Stephen yeah. King. So you think this is has it? been building yeah. up to a remake of It? Yeah, yeah it's It. Really? Oh, because so I didn't know what was coming out. It without anyway, Tim Curry is going to suck. Yeah. Like the South Carolina uh, sheriff's yeah. like, we will not tolerate any clowns in our city. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're doing it for All the, the juggalos got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> So, ICP not in the house. The uh, the second most. <laughs> You're not uh, down with the clown. The second most embarrassing thing I've ever said on the podcast. Besides, I just bought a Harley Davidson and it's a Sportster. <laughs> but the second most embarrassing thing I'll have to admit is that I realized I rediscovered a long forgotten fear of animatronics. 
Oh, really? Chuck E. Cheese? No, my girlfriend has been playing this game that's like a horror version game, a horror movie version of Chuck E. Cheese called Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, and the whole thing is is you're stuck in a room and you've got to wait for the, you've got to make sure these animatronics don't get to you and watch them on the security cameras and make sure you close the doors. Dude, my 13 year old daughter plays that. Yeah, everybody's 13 year old kid loves it and plays it. (laughs) Beth's playing it. She's like, let's play it together. It'll be a fun activity. I'm like, no, it won't be. And I'm pacing in and out of the room. She makes me sit next to her. You don't like the animatronics, huh? The thing jumped out. I realized that the reason I never really went to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid is because I fucking hated animatronics. And apparently to this day, still do. I don't think they have animatronics at Chuck E. Cheese anymore. I had to. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. uh, Because they were animatronics. They were actually just homeless people. I uh, I had to go downstairs and uh, I wanted to do the dishes that night because I don't want to leave them sitting in the sink. I'm like, "Uh, Beth, you want to come downstairs and sit with me? Have a chat. Well, I, you want to have a chat while I do the dishes do at eleven thirty at night, so animatronics don't come into the fucking house and get so me. So they don't come in and kill me. You know, pretty soon, Chuck E. Cheese is gonna have Christmas ale. Just so you know. What? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, last, last, I, well, last year when I went there about this time, it was like, they have beer, and I was like, I have a beer. What do you have? Yeah, but Christmas ale? Are you kidding me? Okay, I'll have one. Yeah, but okay. Chuck E. Cheese Christmas ale. Chuck E. Cheese Christmas ale. There's going to be some people fighting at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, of course. Chuck Christmas Cheese. ale is the fastest way to get drunk. Phil, Chuck E. Cheese is... shootings at Chuck E. Cheese's. They're hungry now for... Try Southern Tier 2 Xmas. Man, That's the best go. way to break up your entire family. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I go to Chuck E. Cheese at 11 o'clock on a Sunday. Just so you know, podcast. Malort, because these pants aren't going to shit themselves. (laughs) Malort, because it's nice to unfriend people in person. person. What's that? Well, see, I I do everything I can to to defuse road rage. I stay away from everybody. God, now John has run. I open the gap. I do whatever <laughs> I can do not to be near anybody. Not to be anywhere close. refrigerator is amazing. But you know what? The left left lane is for... Woo! Yeah, for the record, a bottle of Blackstrap rum just came out. And a blackstrap rum that's literally been in the freezer. Oh, yeah. honey. my God, that's good. And that's, High viscosity, too. That's candy. <laughs> that's molassesy goodness. Yeah, that's what makes every pain killer just a little so bit better. That's enough to wow. frost your banana. Yeah, isn't that good? <laughs> yeah. That is oh, seriously don't say like that, maple Chris, syrup. Because now you're making me be like, banana's foster. <laughs> Get a little bit of ice cream in this mug. It'll My nice. sweet tooth is starting to hurt. <laughs> I'm going to make a Roman twist on Yeah, because that's because you're a good drinker. That's on a little coffee? List. Peggy and I have been oh, doing yeah. a nice bar collection. That's the Roman, no, the, the cruise, that Cruzon's <laughs> black strap rum is pretty fucking amazing. The, uh, well, yeah. Oh, and being is. frozen, it's... Uh, that's candy. That's perfect. It's like if a Hawaiian girl and an Eskimo girl got together. (laughs) It's cold. They double teamed your tongue. It's it's his turn. No, it's Cam's turn. Cam's turn. What is that? Just drink it straight on. It's frozen. Don't even ask any questions. It's frozen. Don't be a little bitch. God, I know. That's really good. Yes, it is. There you go. That's why I gave it to you. Right. That's exactly it. I wasn't passing it to you. I was going to hide it. Is that uh, is that scotch melting that uh, styrofoam cup? That is <laughs> like seriously, that is. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to create an ice cream truck, and this is all we're going to sell. There's going to be a bunch of dry ice. Frozen in the back of ice cream truck. Looks like Beth's going to learn to drive the Mustang tonight. <laughs> yeah, Phil. When I get that insurance payout, yeah. we both get out of the hospital. I'm going to yep. come down and buy come a new V7. Get yourself a new well, V7. Did I tell you about that? Uh, 
Shane and I had the idea of making <coughs> the uh, the Guinness hot rod. We Guinness beer? What? Guinness or Guinness ice cream hot rod for okay. doing Guinness ice cream floats. Oh, 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 oh. Because if, if, have you that ever had a Guinness ice cream float? I've had many Guinness ice cream floats. They're yeah. delicious. They're really good. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, so we talked about yeah. it a while yeah. ago that we were going to build like just a hot rod. Because they built a Jack Daniels hot rod and they built a Sailor Jerry rum hot rod. What exactly. What about yeah. a Guinness hot tub? <laughs> yeah. You know what gives Guinness its distinctive Dude, flavor was the rats that, that fell into the bats. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm just yeah. imagining the Rolling Rock hot rod, and it's just a 76 Camaro up on blocks in front of the trailer. <laughs> that would be fucking <laughs> hilarious. No, it's an El Camino. Wheels and tires optional? Yeah. It's an El Camino. With the, with the Steelers number one fan. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the perfect Rolling Rock the I would see it as a Ford Ranchero. Yeah. No, those vehicles my, all have far too much character. I've explained my love-hate relationship with Rolling Rock on the podcast, <laughs> but at this point, when people ask me to bring beer places, I always bring a six or a Rolling Rock. Really? I know I'm bringing at least three back home with me. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair year. <laughs> well, is that not a 25-ounce Rolling Rock? It's a 25-ounce with one extra, extra ounce. ounce. Yeah. yeah. Because this beer goes right to 11. Right in front of you. Which is funny that they did, they did take that beer and did... Did in fact make it twenty four plus one. Most go to ten. This one goes to yeah. eleven. It does go to. It goes to twenty five. Actually, is what it goes to. It goes to twenty five ounces, but it won't fit in most goddamn koozies. You know what we still have to talk about. So we're going to talk about. Tonight. Cameron was nice enough to bring us. I brought the 2017 Harley Necronomicon. Yes, it is the card. <laughs> it, is, it is the exact size and weight of the Book of Souls. Uh, it even has a human flesh cover. Uh, it is, it, it Several working class paychecks have yes. already been sucked into the thing. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, what, now on a very What quick, the fuck was that green thing? It doesn't matter. Go back. Okay, oh my this god. book is... This book is... The equivalent of the Sears Christmas toy catalog, yes, 1978, oh, yeah. or the old Holy. best, the old best catalog. Uh, um, anybody here, right? Um, this and is. There's only one good section. Has it counted yet? Any estimate? 960 pages. If you had to give a rough estimate, if you wanted to order every part. What's the total dollar value of this book? I have no idea. Oh my lord! I would like to know. I would like to know what 960 pages of Harley Davidson catalog is worth. The book itself, I would say, if this was a, a regular coffee table soft cover book, it's probably about a. Twelve dollar book here, probably twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. Harley. I imagine. Now here's what I tell you. I'll bet you. I wonder if the dealership from whence you stole this had to pay for it. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hey. Over there, you guys are laughing, but over there is a rack. In that rack are flyers. Do I know her? Those flyers, flyers. Iraq is a country. Okay, but our rack. Not a set of tits. But our rack has flyers in it. What people don't know is they take all those flyers off of our tables at car shows and motorcycle shows and shit like that, is that those fucking flyers cost up to $3 per flyer. So every time you take one of my Moto Guzzi flyers, it's as though I've given you, oh, I don't know, a beer or something else, right? It's $3. What would this cost? That's gotta be nine hundred sixty. A lot more in a rack. I wonder if the dealership has to pay for this. Nine hundred and sixty pages. Nine hundred and sixty pages. I've I've bought enough Harley Davidson parts. It's bigger than Lake County phone book. I want to guarantee that if you order, they used to charge. If you give away ten of those and one person orders one part out of one of the ten that you've given away, 
You've already paid for 10 and still made money. So the what I will call attention to, and I'll let Cameron have the floor after that, is I just flipped the pages open and I found a pair of red... <laughs> don't, don't ride it. You'll get chased by a dude in a fucking Merc. Uh, <laughs> I found a pair of red brake calipers. Now, Ooh. I was intrigued because they're red brake calipers. Red. So I wanted to know what made them so special. Are those, uh, what is it, Screaming Eagle Performance Calipers? No, no, they're stock. They're, no, they're just stock red, but they're red. But they're red. They're red. Yeah. So a regular pair of calipers that are exactly the same as the calipers you're going to take off your motorcycle to put the red ones on. They're part of the Rojo collection. Apparently. The Rojo. <laughs> yeah. Rojo. Like you roll your <laughs> or the Rojo. better dead band collection. It's the Rojo collection. If, if, it, was, if, if it was Italian, it would, it would be Rosso. Rosso. But anyway. So, for the privilege of having a little bit of red where there used to be black, that's going to cost you. Would you like to guess what that's going to cost you? Oof. It's hardly. They're stock. They're, they're not. They don't improve your braking. Not one be hundreds of dollars. Well, maybe the, maybe the pads are like ceramic pads or something. No, not they, loaded. They're not loaded. No pads. Duh. BYOP. So you don't get Duh. any pads. So you get a five hundred ninety-nine dollar dick in your ass. Ooh. But, but I, I want like my brake. But I want my brake rotors to be chrome. Mm. That's going to cost you nine hundred dollars. What? They're stock, John. They're stock. They don't even make you stop faster. <laughs> they should be gold for nine hundred dollars. They're stock. They don't even stop faster. There's not an extra piston. <laughs> no. They're exactly like the ones you're taking off. I do. Yeah. Reminds me of my my. Why would you just paint them? Dude, that is, that is 2008 Kawasaki <laughs> Ninja Green, isn't it? That is Kawasaki Ninja like Green. We have a Kawasaki Ninja that parks in front of our shop every day that's that exact same color. So speaking of... All 250 <laughs> cc's of it. Jared, is that a, is that a, a Rushmore? No, it's not. We'll take, just a we offer a service. Special. We'll oh, really? take your stock calipers. You send them to us. I'll paint them red. For ten, for a little bit, we'll strip them. We'll repowder coat them and send them back to you for two hundred dollars. Not even. I know. Yeah. I mean, There's we're a still making a couple hundred. Bucks. We're making a hundred bucks. John, John, have you seen the catalog? Good. Too heavy for that's me. just one part. Yeah. You were, you were <laughs> flipping oh, by complete engines, oh. and I wanted to see what the prices were on complete engines. Oh, I know where those are. I, 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 I know where those are. And at least with that, I can. At least with the complete engine, I can kind of go well. You know, you need a new motor or whatever. Um, because do, believe it or not, Harley Davidson dealers do have their owners convinced that the Harley motor has a forty thousand mile lifespan. The people I've heard people tell me, well, that Harley has forty thousand miles on it. So it's getting ready for a new motor. Who said that? Well, my dealer said I'd need a total top end at 40,000 miles. I sure as shit hope not. I'd my dealer pissed. told me I would need a total top end at 40,000 miles. That used to look on uh, the look on your face. That used to be kind of true for certain gaskets car. on like evolution <laughs> engines. Have you ever been Okay, cuz wow. you're a BMW rider. So 40,000 miles is beyond unacceptable He's a for Honda a rebuild But you've owned BMW, so you're used to like motors that will last forever. Oh my god, it's haunted. Shadow just moved by itself. He is the rider of the zero. The call is coming from inside the dealership. The look on your the look on your face, Hopper, it was like the look when like when you tell your wife anything. Do I have a bike with less than fifty thousand miles on? My my Harley had thirty six on it when I bought it, and I bought it because the oil was clean and it wasn't leaking any. 
Like I had to, I had to take the little cap off to check the oil. I couldn't just run my finger along the ground under the bike and sniff. I found the cheapest thing in the catalog. What's that? All right, it's the little thing that you put into your cigarette lighter plug. Yeah. Or as we pointed out last week, as I think it's a cigar lighter plug. In Harley Davidson world, the the thing that lights your smoking material Mm -hmm. on that Road Glide Ultra is called not a cigarette lighter. It's called a cigar lighter. Cigar lighter. And I have lit my cigarette off of it, and it did still work. But the cheapest thing in the catalog is, in fact, the thing you plug into the cigarette lighter that changes it into a USB. Oh. We all have those little things you plug in. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, like, there's like five bucks at a, yeah. at a gas station. A base. How much is the one with the eagle on it? No, says, no, it's just a bar and shield. Uh, oh, okay. And it's not even, it doesn't have the word Harley on it anywhere. It just has a bar Ferguson. and shield outline. Yeah. That's a uh, $29.99. Get <laughs> $29.99. Uh, do you want a little plug? You want a little plug that you plug into your wiring harness and it has the little 12 volt lighter uh, socket on it? No, I'm cool. It goes on your handlebars? It. Thank you. You got one of those? Uh, you want one of those? Uh, that'll be $99. Oh, my God. Unless you want it in chrome. In which case it's one twenty nine. Did you see the little? Um, did you see the little speaker things that clamp on your handlebars? Or, your better, better, better. or the three watt charger? What's that? Mm. Do you see the little thing that clamp on your uh, handlebars where the turn signals used to be? No. no. Um, um, all I know is yeah. that this catalog. I'm glad it's printed on thin, comfortable ass wiping paper <laughs> because <laughs> it is. It is a tribute and I'm a testimony to I'm everything that they do. You got a Harley Davidson. Oh, so you got that uh, you got that Harley right over there, that Road Glide Ultra. I was noticing that there's no way that I can use my smartphone to play any music through it. It does not have inputs, it does not have lines in. Because right? no, I need no, something to listen to besides no teeth you know, the of blue. Loud you stage sauce. four audio. Nope, it's right here. If you want the adapter It exists. <laughs> what is that? It's it's a it's a thing of Harley Lube. Harley Lube. Yep. Again. Wait, hey wait, and it's it's a quarter of an ounce. Yeah. Wow. Again, wow. I buy so, wow. all stock parts from other bikes, so I haven't had to be Harley Lube yet. I've just yep. purchased enough of them that they're like, here's a free parts and accessories catalog. That's buy something aftermarket so they actually make money off of you. If you have the Harley Davidson Harman Kardon Advanced Audio System. BMWs come with Harman Kardon. So does that Harley parked right over there in the corner. You me? So it's a Harman Kardon, and if you have that sound system, but you'd like to hook your Bluetooth up to it. Bluetooth. Would you like to guess what it will cost for the Bluetooth adapter? <laughs> your Bluetooth. I got a Bluetooth. Uh, is is it a three digit number? Well, it's a five digit. Well, number five is it a five pennies. digit number if you count the pennies? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> H. Uh, Jesus H. Macy. I'm gonna say one ninety nine ninety nine. Three ninety nine ninety five. Fuck off! <laughs> no way. William H. Macy. Three hundred ninety nine ninety five for what is essentially a Bluetooth to FM converter. Like, I can solder that together. Yeah, shit I bought from Radio Shack. Oh, damn. It's pretty Radio much free. It's not a business. Yeah, yeah but I bought yeah. stuff years There's ago. There's a couple I can of make, them. Wow. Wow. start making a... <coughs> Ooh, I'd wondered about that. The, uh, the, the Road Glide Ultra over there comes already wired for passenger's communication. Uh, communication, communication driver to passenger. And there's even a little switch back where the passenger would be to turn the volume up and down. Yeah. And, uh, and to change the radio sandwich. That's the worst idea about that. I think that's kind of <laughs> I think it's great to be able to talk to your friends while you're riding. I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, just curious about that. Um, Is that a fucking Walkman case? It's going to cost you five hundred for playing Xbox. It's going to cost you five hundred and forty nine dollars. So you can buy two top of the line. <coughs> yeah, this headset that's really on here. Nice. Can I plug that into my Xbox so that twelve year olds can call me the N word? I think they might. Games? I think they might. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you this is nine hundred and sixty pages 
of Oh My God, <laughs> I did not know wait, 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 that wait, was even the, a the thing. the fucking brake caliper inserts. You got it's live, laugh, there. love. Or uh, whatever the eagle says. Wow. Live, laugh, and love. <laughs> ride to eat, eat to ride. Uh, so yeah. do you guys, uh, do you guys want to hear about the Milwaukee Eight? Do you guys want to pretend to care about the new Milwaukee Eight engine for about thirty well, seconds? See. Yeah, we looked at it last week for about an hour and a half. We did spent a long see, time looking at it. Did you see they have Showa front forks and they went to uh, Progressive Springs in the rear instead of airbags? Nothing to do with the Milwaukee Eight. Um, well, the new bikes. The Harley Davidsons have had Showa forks since nineteen seventy-three. Right, seventy. Yeah, it's been a oh, long really? time. They've Showa seventy-three. Yeah, okay. they've shows forever. The uh, but here's the interesting thing. My favorite thing about it is it has two spark plugs. Per cylinder. But yeah. a single camshaft. What's well, a single camshaft in a very small combustion chamber? Right, we were, because the twin cams right. blew up at 30,000 exactly. miles. What we couldn't figure out, Steve and I were looking at it for quite a while, and we couldn't figure out how the fuck you would change the inside, the inner spark plugs. Because there's two spark plugs per cylinder, and one of them is under the cam. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's, it's like, under it's the cam like, cover. It's like a PC800, only a thousand times harder to change. Quarter-inch thread fucking RC spark I don't know, buddy. I don't know. So, but I know for a fact that we looked no, at it from every angle, and we couldn't figure out how the fuck you would oh, get to so, that middle so spark they, plug they to change it. They engineered the new motor, so they won't need a top-end rebuild after 30,000 miles, but they will need new spark plugs at 30,000 miles requiring a top-end top end rebuild. rebuild. Yeah, there was no way. We looked at it, and there was no uh, way without removing the valve cover gaskets, the valve covers, that you could get to the center spark plug. It was weird. The, the so you have secondary to remove the valve cover. Yeah. Valve yeah. covers. Yeah. I was just amazed. And I we was... also couldn't figure out how you could do that without removing the gas tank. So we were like, so we think that the service order for changing... Four spark plugs. It's going to be over a thousand. It's going to be like a five or six hour job. I mean, they could. I could be totally wrong, and I hope somebody who is a Harley Dave, like I hope, like uh, uh, the the motorcycle men. I hope they have done some research on this, and they know they can tell us that no, on the Milwaukee Eight, to remove the center spark plug, which conservatively you should change your spark plugs. What every twenty five thousand miles. Modern motorcycle motor, just for safe, you know, just to be cool. For the Euro, it's only 2,000. Because it's a six-stroke motorcycle. (laughs) It's got an extra two strokes. The... uh, well, it's actually one extra stroke per cylinder. It'll do absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's just, no, it's to uh, it's to age the air fuel yeah, mixture. Yeah. It's to give it one more chance yeah, to pass yeah. by the spark plugs in case it didn't yeah, get burnt yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever's left yeah. can marinate and turn into a better mixture. Yeah, but I did look at that Milwaukee Eight engine, and I I kept looking I at too. it. I looked at the cutaway. Cutaway. Yeah, the cutaway. Because it's interesting enough. Before hey. I had actually even seen the the, the motor or anything. <laughs> My buddy, yeah. the guy I work with is a Harley guy, and he was talking about, you know, they're coming out with this new motor. Yeah, it's And I was real. I'm like, what kind of motor is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, so excited well, for my bike I, to have and, shit And, and what I had brought up, you too, made valve, yeah. I'm so having excited. not even known anything about it, I'm like, and I'm I just... wonder if they're going to add a valve. Right. Because, right. you know, they've all been two-valve motors. Right. Or, Maybe they're going to give us a three-valve motor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. When Honda came up with a three-valve motor, it, it was amazing. I mean, it really was the first time they launched. And I was talking about was that if they're going to do anything, it's going to be. It's probably still going to be a push rod, and Uh, it's probably going to have probably forked rockers. Well, which interestingly, it's not forked rockers. Right, it's a tube with two rockers off of it, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a single cam. Yes, it's still a single cam. Why do they four valve? Four valve, and they still only cool the 
exhaust valve. They still only cool the exhaust valve. And then the lower end motor yeah. uses oil to cool the exhaust valve. Right. Yes. Yes. And the higher end motor uses water. Well, only on right. the big touring models, yeah. though. Well, their right. excuse is that the A shallow combustion heads. chamber mm-hmm. is going to keep head temperatures lower, and then they're going to put an electric fan on. And it's basically. Yeah, but, but you know what? You're spending all this R&D. <laughs> don't eventually... you dare say liquid no. cooling if you say liquid cooling but every eventually... Harley owner is going to shit a golden brick because you know what they cancelled this year the V-Ride mm-hmm. seriously dead. Dead. dead all that I money on research that and design Porsche engineered motor brilliant power to weight ratio I like how the king of air cooled Harley asked them to design a motor <laughs> they go to water cooling I don't that I is guess... so perversely <laughs> it actually is pretty fucking funny <laughs> I guess I like we I, kept the air cooled alive until '97, and we're like, nope. I don't understand why air oil cooled can't do it all. I mean, well, cooled does do it all. You ever ridden a motor Guzzi? Yeah, it's I been mean, doing it all for years. If I had an air horn, no, oil, run oil nice through fine. the head, run, yeah. run, a, but, have a whole oil circuit. Oil, oil cool the Oil is <laughs> oil is <It's> liquid. liquid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, <laughs> oil is a liquid, and it's already there. But the right. trans- <laughs> transfer, but but uh, heat transfers easier into water than it does into oil. Okay, but so that's just a two ten uh, percent bigger radiator. The or problem a, with flow through it. The or, problem with the Moto Guzzi twelve hundreds is that they cool too much, and they're oil cooled. The yeah, problem with cool the, the whole thing, right? Right. The problem with the Greedos. The, the problem. Is cool. Everything's cooled by oil. Yeah. It's air cooled. And oil-cooled. And so Together. is the BMW. Right. Yeah, 1150s right. are all oil-cooled. And the argument is that they're too cooled. That the temperature of the so motor, the the motor Harley, oil doesn't get up to Because they were calling the Harley dual-cooled? It's actually tri-cooled. It's tri-cooled. It's air, air oil, oil, and water. And water. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I was in traffic for two No, but it's also, it's also it's, it's quad-cooled. Because it's air, it's oil, and it's water. And Harley's make you cool. I made the mistake of thinking out loud, looking at uh, looking at the bike. Like I forget because I went to the hog meeting specifically. <laughs> you went to the hog meeting. You oh went to an actual hog. Meeting. Did you get jumped in? Oh wait, they don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the hog. Blood meeting. in, blood out, motherfucker. <laughs> this is what this is what the hog meeting looks like. People my dad work with. <laughs> and like. Oh. Like forty touring. Were you bikes? in charge it's of the like punch bowl? Uh, no, everybody was just so happy good. to see a young person getting into motorcycles. It was like a Moto Guzzi rally. <laughs> I'm like, there's plenty of young people in the motorcycles. There's just not many young people in the Harley Davidsons. Hey, can you help me set my digital stopwatch? My digital watch. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need you to adjust the VCR on my electric glide. <laughs> It's flashing 12 since the 80s. I need my BP on my oh my god, the Harley dealership up the street from your Menor store. I went in once and they had a shovel head touring bike and it had a cassette in the cassette player. I'm like, I bet this is some dumbass Leonard Skinner shit. And I pop it Damn. out. I pop it out and it was Ice Cube. And I'm like, oh, oh that's no what way. I get for making an assumption. I almost pocketed the tape. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I have an old BMW now, and that old that BMW would be has the most punk rock player. thing ever. The Ice Cube tape stolen <laughs> from a, a shovel head at a Harley dealership <laughs> in 2016. I felt like the old, I felt like the kind of person cool enough to buy a shovel head deserves. Deserves to have that tape. It'll, be, I, that would be the right point to cancel this podcast. Yeah, I'm fair sorry. game. Well, what else did you? I mean, anything else exciting happen at the hog? The hog. I made rally. the mistake. That's well, it's not the hog rally. It's a club meeting, right? Yeah, it's a club meeting. Did I, you guys go for a ride? 
Um, yeah, we go to the, we usually go to like a usually oh, repeat offender. On. Yeah, I've been to three. <laughs> I paid for it. I'm fucking going. We usually <coughs> we usually go. <laughs> Are you going to hog meeting? I got a contribution. Yeah, hog I just thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's down in Portsmouth, Ohio. Yeah, the very oh, bottom of Ohio. Yeah. The home you can't get lower of the oldest continuously operating motorcycle club United States. Really? Really? Yeah. Huh. Says huh. right there on their on their mural, on, their, on, their, on the mural on the flood wall. On the mural. So it's kinda cool. Now And what is that club called? The Portsmouth Motorcycle Club. Very wow. original. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But and what year and what year they incorporated? Eighteen ninety three. Sweet bloody Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh and my god. That's in, pretty and, cool. And, so they just sit around for like ten years waiting for motorcycles to get invented? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, we're starting the Cleveland Hovercraft Hoverboard the Flying Car Society now. I've got my neighbor's going to give me a free VW motor, and that's perfect engine. We're going to start the Cleveland Flying Car Association right this minute. So, so what I was going to say about the hog meeting is that I made the mistake. They were asking because the thing is, is when you ride a Sportster and you talk to Harley people. They always ask when you're going to upgrade, and I made the mistake the first time when we were at the ice cream store. That I'm like, <laughs> is the ice right cream after. store? Yeah, we were, hey, I was Sonny. like, hey, Sonny, you want some ice cream? You guys go and get tattoos? No, but we got our faces painted. <laughs> I made the mistake of mentioning that I was looking at a Moto Guzzi, and I'm pretty sure that somebody just barely stopped themselves from saying, "What kind of Harley Davidson is that?" But, but I was, looking, I was looking at the Milwaukee 8 and all the, the great lengths they're going to to preserve air cooling. And I actually audibly said out loud, don't, don't need I said, Moto Guzzi is going to be the last company mm. making an air-cooled motorcycle. Right. And oh my goodness. It was just like, again, go into like your office and just, yeah. like, just think of any slur you can say and yeah. just tap What's your HR good? person on the shoulder. And just say that slur right in front of their face, and that's the same face you're going to get from a Harley-Davidson person when I'm in the room with them. But but the hilarious thing is, one, I've always heard about this Harley owners group. I've seen the patches on the back of the jackets. They're on, it's honestly like a group of like really nice people that could probably all be your dad. I'm sure they're all wonderfully sweet because they are the one percenters of the Harley community. Yeah. They are really... The but one percenters. The 1%. No, there are. They are literally the one percenters well, of not... the term that Republicans and whatnot use for one percenters. <laughs> they're What's really one percenters. Like, they're I not one percent like... outlaws. They're not the one percent that gives things a bad name. They're the earners. If well, they I talked were... a little bit about that guy that had the knucklehead. Yeah. The thing. I mean, he was just like he was like. I, we, we'll, was we'll talk about him later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about him later, but. But he rolls and wipes with people like you and me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if they were, yeah, he does multi-million dollar charity rallies, so he can only make two or three hundred thousand dollars on the event that he puts in his yeah, pocket. He used to own operational costs. They were uh, if they were yeah. if they were super yeah. douchey. I wouldn't. You know, I charities back two or three times are a lot of money. We need to open a charity. We need to open a charity. The well, I've been running one charity. for the past seventeen years. <laughs> the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't, apparently I've been running a nonprofit longer than anybody. <laughs> the Michael First. I've just been incorporated incorrectly. Can, I just can't. Can we, uh, yeah. Can, can we wish Cat 
speedy recovery. Yes, we should yes. wish Cat a very speedy recovery. Um, by the time we get this dropped, she'll be healed. Uh, she'll be fine because <laughs> only because Cat. By the time we get this, Cat, <coughs> Cat. By the time this drops, she'll have grandchildren. Well, two weeks ago, when shut I was, up. Less than two weeks ago, when I was in town there, when I was in town in Santa Cruz. Cat was being yelled at. She wasn't allowed to ride motorcycles because she just damaged her shoulder or broke a bone in her body. She wasn't allowed to ride motorcycles two weeks ago when I was there. And so while I thought she would still be on the DL from her last injury, malady, she's gotten into a a crash with uh, on her uh, on her motorcycle, so she's got a bunch of road rash and she's got some broken bones, and she's been through a hell of a lot of pain. But the misfits have stepped up, and all of the people, including uh, Doug uh, Doug Little, who's uh, her boyfriend and is just one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. The this is a guy that sat by her side in her hospital bed for four or five days straight, just being a super fucking stand up dude. And uh, that's the definition of stand up dude, and uh, somebody who will. Come and look after you and take care of you and shit like that. That's that's well, we very impressive. Well, speedy recovery. So we wish Cat well. Cat. We absolutely wish you well. Rock on. Uh, and uh, apparently it was what they called Squid Ride, which was uh, I'm not going to say clothing optional. I'm going to say safety optional. Because <laughs> every optional. once in a while you say fuck it. And this was a day when they said fuck it. Yeah. And this was the day, the worst day, apparently, to say fuck it. Right, that's so, same thing happened. It was a fuck it ride. So it was a fuck it ride. You were like when you had your crash, you weren't wearing a helmet. My first big crash on a motorcycle, I wasn't wearing a helmet. And uh, I wear a helmet most of the time, but I never preach you how to wear a helmet because there's yeah, sometimes when I don't. Yeah, wear a I still, I still, I still do definitely exercise my Ohio. Anybody's right ever seen me at Mid Ohio? I'm riding around in shirts yeah. and a flip. Well, and I do, I do love being. Given the option of riding with or without safety gear here in Ohio, and some days I wear it, some days I don't. Good. And I'm just happy that I haven't been more fucked up than I am, because I'm kind of fucked up. Uh, kind of fucked up. Well, I am kind of fucked up. I can't run because I've well, motorcycle metal crashes. In your leg. There's all kinds of metal in my body, and oh. right, right. I mean, my motorcycle, my motorcycle career meant that in you know, as of like fucking 2002 or 2001, I would never run. When Again, people, in my life. When newbies talk to me about riding a motorcycle, yeah. and they talk to me about the dangers of it and whatnot, right. I yeah. usually say this to them, and this is what I've kind of boiled it down to, yeah. is that imagine you're on your motorcycle, that you're riding, you've learned to ride your motorcycle, yeah. and all of a sudden you have an accident. Yeah. You break your leg. Something really bad yeah. happens. You're going to be off work six months or something. Yeah, major bone. Ask yeah. yourself this. Yeah. After all that happens, right. would you still ride? Yeah, I was riding... With the cast on. So you, if your answer to that is no, right, man, I'll ride a motorcycle, but if I ever get in an accident and I get fucked up, I'm done. Yep. Don't even do it. One of our friends who's been riding for a long time down in Columbus at the Scooter Q rally uh, got hit by a car, and he was riding his 1960s Vespa small frame, and a car turned left in front of him, and, and the collision happened. Our friend took a tumble. The bike got fucked up. He got fucked up, went to the hospital. And he's not permanently fucked up. He's not super duper fucked up. He was at the breakfast ride the next morning. But. Look at that thing. That is a beer slushie. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? It's beer magic. Take a high life, put it in the freezer for half an hour. It's like a double rainbow. It becomes beer magic. Oh, yeah, you can't I even think pour it just went yeah, solid, yeah. though. Yeah. 
Now you've gone plaid. Stick it in your pants. So I think I know where you're going with this. And like, yeah. remember when I told that story about when Instantly I rode my, the first long ride on my Harley? Yeah. I rode it down Stick from my parents' house to Akron. Within like, within five miles, yeah. I laid it down and fucked yeah. up my ankle. Oh, yeah. likes that. Not, I didn't break it or nothing. No. I sprained it. You just had a crash. I rode it. It was my first crash. Oh, God. Oh, oh, Dustin. Oh, 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 Dustin. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, do? we got to stop the podcast for a second just to ex- describe the podcast listeners what Dustin just, my beer, just did with his pinky to but John's your, highlight. Your beer is drinkable now. Uh, it's not drinkable. I absolutely disagree. I think that beer is only drinkable by Dustin, and it's still not drinkable. Um, it's not. You're right. It's still Go ahead, stick your pinky in there. Oh my god! <laughs> Take this in the I've never seen with anybody do something so horrible to somebody else's something beer. Something that's quaffable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. So I was just this is awesome though. A horrible oh, thing happened. Oh, no, very you, careful. Like half right. right away. I was trying to block it out. Be very careful with this. <laughs> Don't impact. I want to see that again. I, that was so. That was so violent. That was so violent. Violent. I was so violent. Drink fast. Don't hit it. Trust me. Don't hit it. Fast. <laughs> John's drinking a frozen I'm beer. Drinking my beer. <laughs> oh my god, that's so that terrible. So the thought that I had when I rode down with my fucked up ankle yeah. and I continued to get on the bike, you were already crashed. Fucked up ankle. Yeah. Ankle. It's easy that, for you to say. I know this sounds like really lame and dumb, but I felt that much. It's easy for to you to bike. say because it had crashed you once. I'm like, the bike fucked me over, but yeah. I'm going to get this bike home, and this bike is going to get me home. And now I have this weird bond with my bike where it's like we understand each other. Oh, yeah. And I understand that she's a heavy, that she's a big bitch. Yeah. And she's kind of awkward. Wait, are you talking about the Harley? Yes. I'm definitely talking about the Harley. He's talking about the Harley. Yeah. He's not talking about why. the Yamaha. And I'll tell you why. Because I rode this. I rode a soft tail at a hog event. <laughs> oh, he's, he's eyeballing. He's eye-fucking oh. soft tails now. Because I liked it. it, it you, should buy a, you should buy it. I just uh, see Cameron uh, slipping uh, away from us eventually. You know, I mean... I'm not. It's. I'm not saying I'm going to buy a soft tail. But no, like, you I should buy a. You should buy a soft tail. It's okay, to, Cameron. To be in accordance. Yeah. To be happy. I understand. I was, it, it was like a club for Cameron. <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like I wasn't expecting to like it, and I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, and it. It's it's not a great bike. But well, that's like, what some guys say about pegging. But yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so, anyways, I rode the soft tail, which the Just, ergonomics are much Just, better for that type what? of bike than a Sportster, and the Sportster's not that much lighter. And like, I felt like a fucking moron trying to ride my Sportster home after ri- after spending. Sure, all that day wasn't on the, the first time rail. in your life. Well, yeah. I mean, I generally feel like a moron on my Sportster, but like this time, I didn't know how to ride it. But like now that like I've no, been, in. That now nice that I've been through that where I've laid the bike down oh, and I've, I've you broke your cherry, baby. Yeah, I broke my cherry. So it's like I get this bike. I don't know if the bike gets me, but I get the bike. Yeah. And like I have this bond. You've been through with some it. hard times, you know. You got strung out. <laughs> she got strung out. And now you like kind of really back together. Bro, look at this. Bro. It's still yeah. growing. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that I've ever like there. I'll admit that that, that VT1100, riding the VT1100 today, we had that podcast a few weeks ago where it's like, what won't you fucking ride? And I gotta admit, that VT1100, I don't Easy. like it. It let you down in a time of need. Is well, problem. and that was the other thing, too, is I was really, I mean, I was dropping two gears and stabbing it. And it wasn't giving me any respect. And that's the basic premise of a motorcycle. Right. You expect when you were on your I motorcycle. I should be allowed to perform a car. If you so. need to grab a fucking yeah. handful of fucking balls. Right. It should go. You got it. Yeah. So, um, and no car is going to fucking chase you down. 
Exactly. And I'll let you down. Says, I'm still in that honeymoon phase with motorcycling yeah. where I like any bike yeah. I get on. Yeah. Given my my. You're still bike curious. I'm still bike curious. So right. I'm going to step. I'm going to get on this live on. The clear Live on the podcast. <laughs> He's rubbing his nuts on it for the first time. It is a Harley Davidson Super Glide, Bow. Wide Glide, Bow. Low Rider. Bow. 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 It's a, it is a Japanese Low Rider. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. man, once you're at a zero, forget this it. This is like a super awkward riding position. Come on, fire it up. It's no, oh, don't even bother. Says the guy riding a Harley Davidson Sports. Also sure. true. No, I put the, I put the mid controls back. Yeah, you mean like in the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> the uh yeah. I don't What the No, no, don't do that. No. That's gonna peak. That's a six cylinder, which I will have to admit. That Valkyrie Okay, that Valkyrie smell. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Well, that was great. Uh not Valkyrie. Would that be six carburetors? Not Valkyrie. Yes it is. Not Valkyrie. Six carburetors. It it smells I know, that motor is sweet. As okay. a kid, I had a hard on on that this bike. That motor so I is. Oh, I had a cool. toy of that bike. <laughs> that when is first a came superior up. motor right there. Okay. Jesus. Was it the black and yellow toy? Yes, it was. Yes. That's the same one yes. I had as a kid. That big, yes. Black and yellow. Uh, the difference is I bought mine when I was a full grown adult. There's no comparison between that 1100 and that Valkyrie. That Valkyrie is the smoothest it motorcycle is the smoothest I have ever ridden in my life. Come on, who wants to help me finish this black strap? We're not going to finish that black strap. <laughs> Let's cancel uh, this. I guess I am. Oh my I'll God, help you. We are so like an hour and a half. <laughs> Looking at Cameron sitting on the Valkyrie is very, very interesting. You should uh, buy that bike, Cam. Yeah, it's cheap. Good. I'll tell you that. It's cheap. How cheap? You don't know how cheap that is. I'll tell you what, Cameron, that's a 1500cc 2001 Valkyrie <clears throat> with tons of accessories on it. The inside of the saddlebags are sheep lined. I shit you not. What price would you, what price would you pay for that bike? I had a like fucking stiffy over that one. What price is that price? <laughs> Name a price that you would pay for that motorcycle. For the podcast listeners, there's a 2001 Valkyrie. It runs perfectly. It's got tons of accessories on it. An amazing double windshield yeah. with a laminar lip. I'm going to be completely ignorant and say a bike like that, Phil, I'd say between six and $8,000. Come on, let's go for a But what would you pay, Cam? What would you pay for that motorcycle? Uh, between six and $8,000. Okay. I was going to well, say between six and 8,000 pennies. <laughs> Well, Cameron, I'll tell you what. For just the low, low price of $4,200, you can own that motorcycle. You're kidding. Nope. There's got to be a catch. The catch is... <laughs> there's got to be a catch. The catch is... There's no catch. You know, when I was well, riding my sports... Wait a minute. 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 There's less. There's I get a windshield. I get saddlebags. You get over $2,000 worth of accessories. I get accessories. Yeah. I get a six-cylinder motorcycle. That runs perfectly. For... $4,200. Not one payment of nope. $2,000. That is not the down payment. But for two payments of $2,200. $2,100. $2,100. Yeah. Plus, Cameron, Cameron. I know math. Plus two years of winter storage. Oh, and by the way, look Just under... Just pay extra super. Hey, Cameron, as a car fag... Yeah. Look underneath <laughs> that. <laughs> look underneath no. that. Look underneath that boxer motor. Bonnet. Six cylinders. And look at the headers. Look at the headers... And tell me how much rust you see on those headers. Almost none, Phil. Yeah, those headers look like those headers look like brand new. Hey, Phil, it's not leaking oil where the case splits. Yeah, that's how'd a, you do that? Yeah, that's a six-cylinder motor with six carburetors, fifteen hundred cc's, shaft drive. It's a hell of a bike. Perfectly maintained. I mean, fucking perfectly maintained. Don't, and by don't the way, make fun of that bike. made in America. 
Right, in Marysville, Marysville, Ohio. Made in America. And you can own it for $4,200. For forty-two hundred dollars, you can own that motorcycle. It's just a little—it's just a little big for me. Whatever, but I'm saying—I mean, I rode it back. I rode it 115 miles an hour. It's dead solid. I'd like to try it sometime. That bike is fantastic. So that bike, John, to get on a freeway—that is the you smoothest. There has never been a smoother motorcycle in my life. Does it feel like what yeah. you would imagine? We're this this we're podcast is raging. Like, 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 <laughs> an hour and a half. That smooth. Well, that's that's it's a zero. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. That bike, I will tell you no, that not. I've always wanted one of those motorcycles. I, like I said, I too had the toy. I had the toy black and yellow Valkyrie when they first came out. I've always wanted to own a Valkyrie. Always. Always wanted to own a Valkyrie. This one has come into my life. I've gotten to ride it. I'm going to ride it some more. It's not going to get sold without me putting another thousand miles on it. That dude like bead seats. Dude, that dude did like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it has you know, a backrest for the driver and the passenger. I respect yeah. the Valkyrie. Yeah. I've never been gay for the Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. I would Take much, it out for a ride. I probably would love the Valkyrie. Yeah. Take it out for a ride. No, you won't. All right, bitch. Yep. No. I can tell you right okay, now. So that'll cure me. That'll just reaffirm my before. Why I've never gotten it attached to it or anything like that. <laughs> to me, I'd rather run a 75 Goldwing yep. than a Valkyrie. You ride that bike around. I have a feeling you that it might cure you. No, a twelve hundred gold wing is better than a, a thousand gold wing. And tell me why? It's two hundred more. I, I want to argue. I, <laughs> the, the frame is so much. No replacement for displacement. I don't know. No, it's got a hydraulic valve. I just can't put my feet anywhere on that bike. On that bike? No, on the twelve hundred gold wing. Uh, you need to have feet like a Smurf. I like spoke why wheels. Why do you Smurf feet? Because I can't reach. I can't put my feet on the pegs and shift the bike at the same time. I'm a spoker. Because there's only this much room between the valve covers. Well, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah you're cramped. You're very down cramped. Low, but if you yeah. have if you have highway pegs, you're okay. yeah. But you've got to shift at some point. Well, your feet have to be five we, feet uh, apart from each other. Do we have time for a quick subject, or should I wait for the next? Well, make it fast. <clears throat> no, uh, make it fast. I'm 27. I'm about to turn 28. And uh, I didn't think this would ever happen. You're not going to come out of the closet. No, 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 no. no. Well, maybe. Depends on your definition. Uh, I didn't think this would ever happen because I didn't ever think I was this kind of guy. But I've got sport bike fever. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. So the deer are running and he's got sport bike fever. Whoa. Wow. So. Wow. Sport bike fever. So I just. From the guy who. So riding that soft tail really cured you. Apparently. Wow. Sport bike fever. You know what it really gets? Wait, hold a second. Wait a second. Hold on. on. I got a sales bill. You know what a really great entry-level sport bike is? Oh, I know which one. The Honda (laughs) CB1. Medical fresh, are you getting rid of yours? Because it's Cameron, I was going to say, when he said sports bike fever, I have a feeling he's going to mention something like a 94 Katana or something. No, 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 no. Your bobber's floating. My bobber's floating. We'll never, we'll never. I don't like floating and bobbering. So just because. That CBR I had was. Because you're a 28-year-old young man. FCR. Right. Excellent. FCR 600. Right. So what is your, I mean, okay, sport bike fever. I want to know. <clears throat> what is the sport bike that's been tickling your fancy? None in particular. Oh. I just I just want something that, that handles well and stops well. Could I introduce you to a super motard? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's the way to go. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Do you want to go over do you want to go over hundred? Have you seen no. the Kemco K pipe? Oh, that's god. true. Oh yeah. god. Oh god. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like I've I got, got to ride one with the linkage fixed. I've got I've got two friends. Did you update that one? Yeah. You well, put the Emmy recall? did. Put the recall on it. Emmy did. How's that shifting in the first for you? I don't know. Oh yeah, try it. I have a try. That's great. Do you have a ladder? Because you need it. 
I like to see you shift from the hip. John, they're not fighting. One, he said, really. It's <laughs> neutral. First. I like that CB1. Oh, seriously? Oh. The Ironhead Sportster shift pattern. Yeah. First is a eight trade, inches yeah. up. I haven't I written that one yet, but I rode one the other day that had the conversion done to it. Yeah. Honestly, like three distinct things happened uh, in the last couple of weeks. Number one, I made friends with uh, people with a, another Cleveland car podcast, and they get yelled out for talking about bikes, so I was immediately sympathetic. Cocksuckers. Uh, anyways. Swanson. Two of those guys. One of them has a pair of Ducatis, and the other one has an R6. And then he sent me a video of the 2017 R1, which makes really interesting noises. Not like I want a new sport bike. I would never pay for a new sport bike, because I couldn't afford to insure a new sport bike. Let's put the cap in my pocket. Um, and then uh, the other thing was that somebody at work just picked up a Ninja 300, like a brand new one. Yeah. And that's like, that's a nice looking bike. <laughs> Ten-year-old R6 is all you'll ever need. Trust me. I'm okay with right. it. I'm ten-year-old R6. <laughs> or uh, or Mackle Fresh's CB1, which I honestly, really like. Honestly, that, that, that planted that planted the seed, and these past couple weeks have germinated. That a CB1 seed. is one of the most unrespected, underrespected, capable canyon carving. Carries its weight fantastically well. It's not going to kill anybody on torque or horsepower. You're not going to win the wheelie contest. That's not what a CB1 is all about. But what a CB1 really is is an impeccably handling, well-balanced motorcycle. They all are. I've, I've ridden a bunch of them, and they are all Because you guys got to remember, you got to remember my experience level and where I live. No, so if I you can trottle out in the world, I get find it. one. I get a fuel injected 600 Yamaha. If you can trottle out in the world and find one with 3,800 miles on it, <laughs> in Cleveland, Ohio, from a with a highly you know, elusive racing fairing. With a highly elusive racing fare. Yeah. That doesn't turn with the, that, that, or that turns with the, <laughs> it's so cool. I remember I was talking to the guy from um, the Hooniverse Motorcycle po- uh, Podcast that was like, I guess there's another bike that that's based on that's like a higher displacement. Are you cheating on us? No, I was, I was on his show once, it meant nothing to me. They yelled at me, a guy yelled at me for saying the F-bomb once. Like some guy imagined is like a high-vis BMW rider, he's like, well, I remember being 27 and... And having that bravado, and I don't feel the need to express myself with certain words. Oh, fuck him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cunt. My God. Settle down over there. All right. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. So, I hope I didn't offend you with my language. We draw the line at the C word. Simmer down now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Simmer wasn't that the reason? Down. Oh, we've been shopping for advertisers. For some reason, fucking nobody wants to sponsor Camden's yeah. Hub. Guess what? I wonder why. <laughs> I tell you. I've been rejected by... Companies that you would not. I've been rejected by the best. I have been re- no. I've been rejected by the worst. I've been. I have been rejected by the Fago of sponsors. I have been rejected by the, 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 the seriously the generic. I mean, like companies that you think. Well, of course they'll sponsor us because we've got this many listeners. Of course they'll sponsor us. Absolutely they'll sponsor us. And what people don't realize is the more listeners we get, the more money it costs us to do this. And that's just how it works. You know, the more people listen, the more money it costs us. So when we're trying to find sponsors, and I send things out to people who are potential no. sponsors. I see a product, no. and I'm like, they would like to sponsor us. And I always send them a link to two or three podcasts that I know aren't too fucked up. We're not politically <laughs> correct enough out? for anything. No, 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 no. I have, I have like five or six podcasts. My idea is this. If I send somebody, I know people are inherently lazy. So when I send a prospective sponsor... Podcast to listen to. I send them seven or eight of them. I know they'll never listen to any of them. But I send the first one I listen to is the one that I deem to be the most Jeez. clean and clever. 
Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. And oh, so that course. one that one gets good listenership and it's good and it's clean. And that was the one from back in nineteen. I don't even know. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean I obviously <laughs> wasn't there. Podcast number four or five or something. I, I, I'm I mean, not gonna claim really to be ever a bard. They're listening. Yeah. Who the I fuck feel is really petty? Bad, what? Hey, <laughs> land they we don't we don't all right, all right. All right. We're over an Do hour it, and a half. And you know what happens every time we go over an hour and a half? We lose ten listeners. Orva Orva. We're There's over. good stuff coming in. It, it, it just makes my job harder. Honestly, did you say? Did you say we're making it harder, Dustin? Yeah. yeah. The longer these things are, the longer it takes me to produce them. Is it getting the longer harder? he has to sit in his house? Is it getting harder? This goddamn thing and harder and harder <laughs> and harder. All right, so we're gonna drop that podcast. Uh, okay, so here's what we're gonna say. Um, welcome to fall. Yeah, true. Because it's fucking fall, people. My name's Paul. It fall, is. Watch out for leaves on the, the, the ground when you're riding. And deer. Whatever. And deers. And yeah. rain. And, and water. And fucking shit. Uh, and 300 series Mercedes. 500 series Mercedes. <laughs> but, uh, and, the hot, and the hot chills. Yep. And I hope you don't get sick. But... God, we got a lot of booze on the table. Holy shit, look at this. Yeah, yeah, we we're not going home. I think that's a good There's a lot of booze. Listening after like All right. a 20 minute mark. Yeah, it kind of fell apart at last half an hour, but got a little sketchy. <laughs> All right. So, on that, remember to please drive fast and take chances. Sing us out. Liza doesn't like this! Liza doesn't like this!